Lion just recovered a fumble. Bits of wisdom. It's Harry Ludini, I'm pretty sure. That's when it kind of becomes home improvement after dark. I guess that leaves us at the question of the week. Mmm, very good. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Jordan, but a really cool aerial shot of the table. Reasonably funny. User review. Does everybody know what time it is? Home and podcast time. That's right, Binford Tools is proud to present a Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam, you all know my co-host, Jordan, the Potty Animal Alliance. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for an elf joke, but Potty Animal. That's, the elf joke is just, it's low-hanging fruit, it's too easy, Jordan. I think you've already called me an elf before, too, so that's fine. I can be a potty animal. Are you saying elf or Elvis? <laughs> Both, maybe. Classic classic joke in this this app we're about to cover today. Jordan, <laughs> how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. I'm looking forward to uh, later this evening. I think I'm going to hit the links again, so I'm excited for that. Anything anything exciting on your Wednesday that you got going on? No, I, I have to work, so I'll be doing yeah. that. Uh, no golf for me, um, mm. but that sounds fun for you. Yeah, it'll be fun until I get out there and it's like 100 degrees still. So I heard you spend more time in the, in the sand, sand than David, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. That's my only golf joke or really response to someone saying they're going to golf. So, Well, what? I mean, I think I've heard it from you before. Yeah, I'm sure everyone that knows me has. Uh, Jordan, you had mentioned you did something interesting recently. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless transition. Really good segue. And I wouldn't even say this was interesting. Uh, last Sunday, as well, I guess it will be two Sundays ago by the time this comes out. Uh, as people will know, it was the Game of Thrones season finale. Uh, I do not watch the show, but my wife and I were invited to a friend's house where they had a, a season-ending, I don't know, viewing party. I guess uh, lots of good food was made. They, you know, watched the last couple episodes before the the big finale tuned in, and we ended up leaving before the finale even started because. Uh, we don't watch the show, so it didn't really matter to us, and mm-hmm. had some work to do on a Sunday night, and it was, I don't know, maybe half why'd hour away you, from home. Why did you go in the first place? If you, oh, if just you to spend, spend time with friends and um, eat, eat a good meal together. So, What kind of food did they have? Was it like, because I, I do watch the show, um, Humble Brag. You're wondering, I know quite a bit about it. Was why it, is that a Humble Brag? Uh, because it's the most popular show on TV, and I watch it, and, and for some reason you don't. But, uh, Jordan... What kind of food did they have? Was it Game of Thrones themed? Uh, it was not necessarily Game of Thrones themed, I don't think. It was more of a potluck-esque. So we did mashed potatoes and gravy. Is that something they would eat in Game of Thrones? Definitely, yeah. Okay. That's like that's like a big plot point, actually. Okay, okay. the uh, second one's probably a, a bigger plot point. There's a stolen point. Bowl, bowl of mashed potatoes and gravy that incites a, just a huge war and the dragons have to come and whatnot. You, br- you brought mashed potatoes and gravy? We did that. Uh, there was a roast. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that actually does seem like something they eat on the show. <laughs> and then um, there was also a pasta salad with some mayonnaise. I don't think that's really what they're into, is it? Uh, yeah, they're actually pretty into that, Jordan. I gotta <laughs> say. Uh, let me ask you: your mashed potatoes were? Did you you made them yourself uh, with real potatoes? This wasn't, you know, like a yeah. Box we don't production. we don't do instant. Uh, a- Andrea is a very good mashed potato maker, and uh, you know we had a whole whole bag of them. We had five yeah. pounds of russets in there. Uh huh. And well, mashed potatoes ma- is a notoriously difficult thing to make. Super difficult. She made also a homemade gravy. Ooh, all right. I can take that. Uh, party was good. You left before the show even started. That that seems like it's in poor taste. No, I think everyone there understood. Um, Were you the only one there that didn't watch the show? I think so. I think it was only uh-huh. us two. So Were people dressed uh, up in, like, 
clothing. Game of Thrones garb? Yeah. No. I'm trying no. to just gauge how nerdy this, this whole thing was. Not that nerdy. I mean, before okay. it started, it was mostly they were playing Waterfall and then watching a couple episodes and we ate food. So playing Waterfall, like the drinking game with... No, they were just playing oh. the TLC song. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know which one it really was. And at this point, I guess it doesn't matter because both sound really, really good to me. Uh, Jordan, that's a good story. I, I will say that the finale... Uh, what do you think? I heard it was underwhelming. It depends on who you talk to. I, hi, hi, I feel like there was highs and lows. Uh, ultimately, I did enjoy it, and I'm sad that it's going to be another two years until they, they finish. Two years? Yeah, it's going to be like two years until they start the next season. Um, wow. So it's, dis- it's that's definitely disappointing. Um, but the finale ended definitely on a really high note. and uh, I had just gotten caught up, so it, it was kind of a bummer. To, we, we just got caught up when we found out that there was only seven episodes this season. Uh, and we got How many is there and, usually? Ten, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we got caught up and there was only one left, so now we got to mm. wait two years. But uh, yeah, good show. Glad you enjoyed the party. Uh, maybe the next time they have a party in two years, you'll have watched the show and caught up. I feel like you'd like it. I feel like I would too. I think it's just a matter of me not having HBO now or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, just borrow someone's login like everybody else does. Okay, that is an option. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What what's we... <laughs> sorry. What are we covering this week, Jordan? We are covering episode fifty-nine, a frozen moment. This one is written by a newbie. This is the first episode for... Santa Claus. Santa for Comet. Comet yeah. wrote this one. No, <laughs> Max Eisenberg, uh, the first of two. The other episode that he's going to uh, write is in season six. So uh, okay. probably a good thing that they gave him about three years to figure out what he's doing based on what we're going to cover. Uh, <laughs> but Max is known a little bit for writing eight episodes of Matlock in a few Beverly Hills 90210 episodes. Okay, so he's a vet. He's a vet. Yeah, he is a vet. They gave, they gave him three years. Uh, must be you... I have a different opinion on this episode than I do, because as far as I'm concerned, he could have come right back next week. (laughs) Okay, we'll get to that later. This aired November 24th, 1993. Plot keyword, there is one, and it is Thanksgiving, so not very exciting plot keyword there. We don't need to click on that, because literally every sitcom ever has had a Thanksgiving (laughs) episode, so it would be a pretty deep list. (laughs) No, but instead, let's talk about our alternative titles. How many do you have this week? Uh, well, I had seven. I whittled it down oh. to four. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I came up with my usual three. Um, okay. I will okay. say these are pretty poor for me. I know yeah, we... mine aren't even, mine aren't even bad funny. They're just bad. Uh, all right. So the title of the episode is A Frozen Moment. Uh, I will do two first. All right. A holiday potty. <laughs> I can't tell if you're from Boston or making toilet jokes. It's a holiday party. All right, that's my first one. Uh, This one's bad. I should have cut this one, but I'll I'll do it now. The men's men's room. Yeah, that's terrible. The like man man's man. Yeah, it's terrible though. It is bad. All right, your turn. All right, first one. I shouldn't really say that they're terrible because you you can be mean to me. Yeah, Uh, I can. All right, first one. Picture imperfect. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, next one, bath room. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing about a car in this one, but you know, the show is so often built around the, yeah, the it works, side of it things. works for me. It was okay. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's an automatopoeia, so we like that. All right. So next one I've got is Christian car or Christian. <laughs> there's not uh, a lot of Christian Jordan, symbolism in this not, episode. Not on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Christmas card vision collision. 
Christmas card vision collision. You love like alliterative rhymes. Like that's like you always have one of those per week. Uh, I don't really care for that one, but that's, that's fine. Right. Here's my last one. Say cheesy potatoes. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was, oh, that that was my first one. That one's good. I like Not that bad. one. Last All one. right, last one. North Pole Dancer. Oh, that's good. That's really good. All right, Cheesy Potatoes and North Pole Dancer. I like it. Yeah. I think we did better than, than I might have expected. All right, good. Let's move on to the plot synopsis then. All right, Let's do it. so Bernie, still, I think Bernie's written all of season three so far. Um, you think Tony's gone for good? I'm beginning to kind of think that's the case. I'm worried about Tony. I'm just going to put it out free, there. Free Tony. All right, so Bernie says, for the Christmas card photo, Tim wants to build a set and have the family dress up as Santa and the elves. Although, no one's dressed up as Santa. On Tool Time, Tim <laughs> builds the man's bathroom. The Short. men's men's room. Yeah, the men's men's room. So, Short and sweet from Bernie. Let's get into the episode. It is an all-caps man's it, bathroom. Yeah. I wonder what the significance of that is. I guess just really drive the point home. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't italics and underlined. <laughs> Bold. All right, Jordan, let's get into it. Start us off. All right, so we're opening on Tool Time. I thought that they were brushing their teeth, but on second watch, I saw that Al is brushing his beard with the toothbrush, and Tim is picking his teeth. Uh, that's the logo of, is definitely brushing its teeth for sure, and the logo rolls yeah. in doing you know, like you said, brushing his teeth. But then he gets flushed down the toilet. Oh, he's gonna have to brush again when he's done. <laughs> that's the problem that we're worried about here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, uh, salute to bathrooms, and they quickly move into um, men versus women bathroom style, and this is, we've seen this a few times. It's really bad. Yeah, this is home improvement at its worst. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim talks about, like, girly versus guy. This uh, is why people don't like home improvement now. Yeah, sticky decals that are, like, flowery, or... Tim's doing, like, a a very effeminate voice. Yep. Uh, Toilet seat covers that are carpeted um versus i'd like bar- to, i'd like to barb wire versus bar- yeah because people would like to sit on that uh i'd like this scene to be flushed down the toilet but instead <laughs> we have to watch it jordan so true so yes true. uh i was wondering <laughs> do the- you use soap <laughs> <laughs> how yes, do you I- feel about the carpeted toilet seat um i didn't know it was that a real thing oh yeah people have that they have like the little it's supposed. I mean, it's supposed a to cover? keep you warm. Yeah, like a cover. But it goes around like where you sit. Well, there's two. There's like having it on the very top for some mm-hmm. reason. I think that's just. I've a very... seen that. And then there's also like having one that goes around the actual toilet seat that you would sit on. And it's carpeted. Yeah. Well, that's disgusting, Jordan. Yeah, that's. I mean, ugh. you can you that can imagine. I think that's you can imagine what gets stuck in there. I haven't, oh. I haven't seen one of those in a while. Uh, I think that must be more of a 90s thing. Yeah, I think it's older. I think my grandparents had it, actually. So, I don't yeah, know. I've it might seen the, be older the, than the 90s. The decorative covers, you know, where you put the, the seat down and there's like a, you know, a rose or perhaps a, a child playing in a field or something. <laughs> a rose. <laughs> a rose by any other name, Jordan. It's, it's, it's just a stinky. It's just a toilet, yeah. All um, right. Tim uh, does bring out some some football soap, which it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't even look like soap. It just looked like a football tied it to a rope. Like a football tied to a rope. Um, that must have been a really expensive thing of soap because it costs like. It's a year's worth of soap. At least. Well, I guess maybe he's buying in bulk then. Two years worth. Maybe it goes to Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Uh, the scene ends with Tim telling Al to get naked and go long, and Al like kind of considers it. 
When were we supposed to think about that? I don't know what. I was like, started this started that this episode. I was like, oh man, what the heck? Oh, good, my coffee pot's going off. That happens once a show. I, yeah, at least one. The, the birds are the birds are coming next. I closed the window, so oh, good. Uh, yeah. The thing about the coffee pot is the coffee's been done for two hours, so I don't know why it always does that. But well, I, I like to think should've... it's like a, a charming kind of Easter egg within the episodes. Yeah, that's one of the drink moments for yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. All right, All right bad, so, bad opening scene uh, doesn't really. I mean, I guess it establishes that there's going to be a bathroom theme, but other than that, it's uh, it's probably the low point of the episode, I would say. Yeah, it's going down the drain. So, in the garage, we have the next scene. The boys are helping Jill unload groceries from her sweet uh, station wagon, and they're talking about uh, the turkey's so big, and they're wondering if Grandma and Grandpa are going to come over for Thanksgiving like last year. But I wish they the were... Colonel was coming. Jeez, that'd be sweet. <laughs> they were so mean that Grandma and Grandpa are not coming this year. Instead, yeah. Al and Eileen are coming. Uh, I like that Randy doesn't like Eileen because of her teeth jokes. He's too classy. His pranks are a little bit higher brow than that. I like how, so they're talking about, um, last year, Grandma and Grandpa aren't coming or something because of a food fight. And, like, Randy has to deliver this joke where it's like, Grandma got in some pretty good shots. But, like, all of the boys stop dead in their tracks and, like, look towards Jill when he delivers this line. It just seemed, like, very, very staged. Like, everyone is carrying groceries and they stop wait for Randy to deliver his line, and then keep going. Mm, I didn't see that, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me after the um, the baseball card magazine incident oh, last man. episode. Yeah, these boys are maybe, they're just getting a little bit too much right now, he might say, but yeah, that's all right. That's all right. So Tim comes in as they go inside, and uh, he talks about how he got some lumber. He's excited, he's ready to roll, he's got a vision for this year's Christmas card photo. Uh, he wants everyone to be costumed, and it wants to be—he wants it to be like a Christmas village at the North Pole. So, um, you know, he's—he's got to do some building, and we'll see how that works out later on. Did you guys? Did you ever do like any Christmas theme card growing up or anything like that? Family Jordan, portrait. I think we better just sit on that question. Okay. Uh, so maybe, <laughs> just gonna... maybe we'll save that for the very end of the show because I might—that uh, might be where I'm headed. But I got uh, a premonition. And, in uh, short, yes, we did. Uh, and I'll leave it at that for now. My, my question is, this episode is unique because it's a Christmas Thanksgiving episode. Mm. This Christmas card stuff felt like maybe it could have come, uh, like in a couple weeks or even like during the Christmas episode, but I guess the Christmas episodes are typically reserved for like the contests of who can have the larger display or whatever. But didn't that strike you as being kind of strange how they kind of blend the two together? Yeah, it was pretty confusing to me. Uh, it's like they wanted to have two Christmas-themed it's not, episodes. It's not confusing, it's just weird. Well, yeah, I, hey, that's what I mean. I almost I almost feel like they should have done it, I don't know. Is this enough time to get your Christmas cards out? That's what I'm wondering. Hmm. Especially with snail mail being what it was then. Mm. It's an interesting question, something we're going to have to ponder, but uh, <laughs> let's move forward. All right, so Jill wants to keep this Christmas card low-key. Uh, which is not going to work out this time around. The boys think this is a very dumb idea. I, li- Even- I did like this line where he's like giving them the option between the two, and they're like, "We don't, we don't care either way." Yeah. Even Mark thinks dumb. it's stupid, which is usually a bad sign. That's a no- that is something moving forward that I noted, especially near the end. Like Mark has this elf costume on later, and he's just like complaining, and I'm thinking like Mark should be loving this. This seems right up Mark's alley. Yeah, he's changing just a little Grown bit at a time. Grown up. So Jill agrees if he doesn't get carried away, and I think to myself, wow, this is going to work out really well. It's like I don't think he'll get carried away this time. This no. is the one time he's going to just go low-key. Doorbell rings on cue, and yeah. a giant reindeer has arrived at the door. It's Comet, no doubt. 
Yeah, do you know who the guy was that delivered it? Oh, I didn't see that. Who was it? Yeah, I know. I, I assumed that this was the case, and I looked it up, and it was. But it's the guy that's going to play Benny later on in the series. Oh, nice. Uh, that's weird how they do that so often. Like, people will just, like... Like Heidi? Like Heidi just popped up, or, like, they'll just, like, reuse people. Um, but, uh, yeah. They like, but, to, they like to promote from within. That's that's the truth. So, yeah, that, that dude was uh, was Benny, and I don't know when he comes into the show, but... Uh, he'll be a welcome uh, addition. He'll be a welcome addition. So that's the end of that scene. Next scene, we're tool time, and it is uh, still they're still saluting bathrooms. Can I um, say before we get into this? Yeah. Heidi does the intro, and I think she's a little bit more comfortable this time around. Does everyone know what time <laughs> it is? <laughs> she is a lot smoother in her delivery and more confident. Well, so and I think the audience is receptive to that as well. I, I think we're all receptive to that. So, that's anyways, continue with your salute to bathrooms. Salute to bathrooms. Uh, they unveil the bathroom for men. Uh, mm. And they slowly wheel it out with very dramatic music. Dun dun dun. I don't know if that was the music or not, but it's uh, <laughs> that was it Darth comes, Vader music, I think. I'll have to take your word for it. Uh, <laughs> it comes out. It's all steel, uh, stainless steel. At that it looks very futuristic. Something out of perhaps a space uh, yeah, space station. Very much like a spaceship. Uh, and then you know the rest of the scene, we just kind of get a a meandering kind of tutorial of the bathroom and. Uh, I'd seen this before. I remember Tim, this. Tim asks, what's the first thing you do in a day to Al? And Al and, says, yeah. he thinks of calling in sick after uh, realizing that he has to work with Tim. No, the first thing he does is he thinks about having about a work day with Tim. The second thing he does is considers calling in sick. Mm. What's the first thing that you usually do in a day? Uh, make coffee. Make coffee? Yeah, first that seems that's, pretty, that's a pretty uh, normal thing, I think. Yeah, I, I, usually, think it, I think it makes me pretty normal. Yeah, you're pretty normal. Uh, I usually go for a bike ride, unless it's... Uh, the first a... thing you do is you wake up and go for a bike ride? Yeah. You don't even drink water first? Maybe I get some water, but toilet? yeah. You don't toilet first before this? Uh, <laughs> I mean, usually the first thing. I think you're skipping a couple of things. Uh, I usually go right down, get get on the bike naked, so... Oh, jeez. <laughs> It's it's a real problem. Florida. Uh, So, yeah, Tim goes through the bathroom. He starts with um, there at the sink. There's a mouthwash thing and a soap thing. Tim confuses those or at least pretends to. And it's Uh, kind of set up like an oil change would be. You know, they have the tubes that are into the built into the wall. Kind of looked like also this. The things that they use at a dentist's office. Ah, yes, spray. yeah, definitely. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Uh, we work our way over to the multi-headed shower, which seems kind of uncomfortable. Like it looked like a small shower, to be honest. Yeah, but there's like there's like a head like coming out at your kneecaps and like midsec. Like I don't need all those different shower heads. Just give me the I don't one know, up when top. When I go on my naked bike rides, I really need to get my <laughs> kneecaps. Jordan, this clean. is this is too raunchy for for us. <laughs> I don't like where you're going with this. Uh, we work our way over the dryer. Uh, the mirror has headlights, and they of course get brighter if need be. And then we get over to uh, perhaps the showcase of the bathroom, and that is <laughs> the Lazy Bowl Reclining Toilet. Um, yeah, this is where the real business happens. That's true, that's where they get out of business. But, uh, it, you know, it looks comfortable, but it doesn't really look functional. Just, like, looking, you know, he's leaning back, and I don't want to get real specific, but where his <laughs> his butt is lined up to the seat and stuff, I just don't know that you could really use this toilet. But it, it does look comfortable. Yeah, I think, uh, I think going to the bathroom would be a much longer process if this is what you're using. I'll say. Um, but maybe that's what they want, because they also have a jukebox, mm-hmm. because, you know, every bathroom needs a jukebox. Yeah. Uh, a telephone on the wall, um, mm-hmm. a rack for magazines. I'm thinking to myself, this this bathroom kind of sucks. Um, really? The only, th- the only thing that really entices me is the TV. 
Like, I like that. TV sounds, I mean, that was like, as a young boy, that was like my dream, I think, would be to have like a television in the bathroom. I don't know why I didn't spend a lot of time in the bathroom or anything. Well, that's the other that was thing. Like, that's like the height of luxury is like you can have it a TV is. in your bathroom, which I mean, I it guess is. I could have now. But. Yeah, I mean, like, like you said, though, uh, really maybe speakers for like, uh, you know, you're going to the shower, you're going to shower and maybe you got some music going or something. But I don't really want to spend that much time in the bathroom. I certainly don't want to drink beer or eat food in the bathroom. That's disgusting. Well, Jordan, you don't want to drink beer anywhere. So that's, that's not really a fair So maybe, really a fair I'm eat, maybe I'm I don't biased. Eat, I don't want to eat food in the bathroom either. Uh, I would like a jukebox, though. If you can get a little Bill Haley in the comments going as you're uh, <laughs> doing your business, I don't think that's ever a bad thing. But, uh, no, you probably yeah. don't need a jukebox for that, though. Yeah, you well, but also this is the nineties. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, refrigerators gross, I think, and uh, yeah, they pull out some straws and they they just start kind of drinking. I'm uh, just, you know, I I don't see the need for a heated dryer. I don't think toweling off is that hard of a thing. Uh, yeah. Like you said, the multi-head shower has some really weird uh, shower heads in it, and I don't yeah. think it's big enough, really. So, and what the headlights? Come on. Jordan, I think it's just supposed to be funny. All right. Uh, well, I think it's... If he's trying to make me buy this bathroom, I'm not interested. Jordan, it's a mill recycling center. It's gr- <laughs> That's probably the grossest line in the episode. <laughs> it's disgusting. There's, like, a lot of pretty close to, like, poop humor. I mean, it's poop humor, but he doesn't... They don't outwardly say it, but that, uh, that was probably the grossest line. And then... Right at the end, the mirror reveals the TV. Like, it, it comes out. Yeah, yeah, it comes out behind the mirror. Uh, which is, you know, not really functional, because maybe if you want the noise on the background while you're uh, doing something to your face, you can't really do that. The mirror yeah, is gone. you can't shave and watch TV at the same time. Yeah, what's the point? Also, there's some sort of, like, hose on the wall that looks like it would be a garden hose. I'm just curious what that is for. Um... To wash, maybe to wash the whole thing down. Yeah, I guess it is stainless steel. <laughs> I mean, there is a drain, he said, right there, so you can, uh, it could function like one big... I don't even know, Jordan, but we've got to move maybe, on. Maybe I thought too much about this bathroom. I think you're a little too hard in the bathroom. I, I found it uh, charming. You thought it was endearing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, we're home. Uh, boys are dressed as elves, and they are not happy about it. Uh, Tim is a... No. Is he a ranger? They... I, didn't really, I don't really get it. Hold on. All right. So the boys walk down sadly. They are mm-hmm. in elf costumes. They look very lame. They're definitely not elves with attitude. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. They're mutants. I'd spot that a mile away. <laughs> so yeah, like you said, Tim is wearing a Mountie outfit, yeah. which would indicate that the North Pole is in Canada. I don't think it is. I, I don't believe so. Uh, as far as I know, like there's not really the North Pole and the South Pole are, are very different. There's mm-hmm. not really like landmass at the true North Pole. Yeah, as far know. as you know. As far as I know. I think maybe he should have been wearing a, an outfit from Greenland or something like Would that. Would the Santa Claus film have come out at this point? Mm, well, it was right around the same Pretty time. Close. Pretty close. Maybe they didn't want to have him dress up as Santa Claus because it seemed like it was leaning too far into that. Yeah, Santa Claus was 94, so it was about a year after this, actually. Really? So, yeah. Well, maybe he knew. It was, I don't know. I, just the Ranger maybe thing. Maybe they seemed, were filming. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that seemed strange to me. It is, it uh, is very strange. Carry on, Jordan. Well, yeah, and you said earlier they the kids thought they were going to be Elvis, not elves. Yeah. Why are yeah, they? Well, that doesn't make any. That's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, it's a good joke, right? No. Exactly. <laughs> sure All right. So, so Jill comes out and she has a scantily clad Mrs. Claus outfit on. Uh, yeah, Jordan. A, uh, and you know we don't say this kind of thing very often, but I think she's pulling it off. She looks good, and she, she is good. the North Pole dancer. 
that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just like a really short skirt, essentially. I don't know that there's a lot to it than that. Uh, no, wearing, not like, really. Some, some, like, black heels. But for Jill in this show, it's it's pretty uh, provocative. Yes, definitely. There's also a snowmaking machine, um, and we'll see what happens with that in just a moment. Tim goes over, uh, they have the village set up behind them, they're getting ready to take pictures. The boys sit down on some fake presents. And uh, Comet's there hanging out, ready to be be photographed. And mm-hmm. Tim goes over to the camera, which is set up on a, a large tripod, sets the timer uh, after blinding, blinding himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they practice. all say, cheesy potatoes. Cheesy potatoes. But uh, before they get to that point, Tim tries to start up the machine and kicks it once, and it flies backward into the glass door and breaks it. That glass door has really been through the ringer since the show know. started. I, mean, how I many hope times they have broken? insurance for it, because Thanks. it's just going to keep happening. They must. Uh, next scene, Jill's upset uh, about the door, and Tim says something about one of those twenty four seven window pane places or whatever, which is not that funny. But I don't know why I, I thought it was funny. Uh, at the same time, as Jill's getting mad, the pies begin to burn, and mm. I mean, the, just uh, insult to injury, really. Uh, Tim's when, really affecting everything around the house. When right she now. opens up the stove. Like, the smoke that comes out really doesn't reflect a burning pie. It's just, like, this very, very white, thick smoke. Uh, did you notice that? It just Not didn't, really. It just I looked really very... Did. It was, like, there was just, like, too much smoke. It looked very much like the kind of smoke you would see in, like, if, like, a house were burning down. Or I was going to say, you, like, you would think something was on fire in there, exactly. but you just see, yeah. like, a black pie. Yeah, just a charred pie. But really, you my can't... favorite kind of pie is charred pie. Really? All right. Well, no, good to know. Kidding. So uh, Jill decides that it's her turn to do the card. Tim blew his chance. And they then argue about why can't he do anything on a small scale. Huh. I just It's, as, it's I, as if she's never watched Home Improvement. I know. It's so tough. All right. So outside, Tim hey, is... Hey, 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 wait a minute. You're skipping oh. the best line of the episode, right, which is ahead. Tim says, pick a number, any number, just do it. She says seven. Tim says, well, I picked 13,000. There you go. I just don't think small. Mm, you don't think that was it. funny? No. Oh, I thought that was so funny. At this point, I am not into this episode at oh, all. Oh, wow. Okay, interesting. See, I really like that line. I thought that was all good. Right. Well, good for this you. Is, this, is devi- this is divisive. This divisive. Yeah. Uh, we only, there's only one person who can bring us together at this point, and that's Wilson. Yeah. Lucky, lucky for us, the next scene is a Wilson scene. So. Yeah, it's really good. So let's take a break and play a clip. What is that I smell? Burnt pumpkin pie with a touch of cinnamon. Maybe a tad too much nutmeg. (laughs) That is amazing. You can smell that from over there? Oh, yes, indeedy, Tim. I inherited my father's olfactory sense. Your dad has an olfactory? No, Tim, I was referring to my sense of smell. What does that have to do with your dad's olfactory? (laughs) Let it go, Tim. Do you have any use for a slightly used Santa village? Uh, Oh, trouble in Santa's workshop? Mrs. Claus doesn't understand. I'm trying to do something groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. Well, I see you've already done some window breaking. (laughs) Wilson, I break a lot of things around here. Because I think big. I get these visions, I like to carry them out, okay? Oh, so you think of yourself as a visionary, like Socrates or Marco Polo? Yeah, yeah, big visionary. (laughs) But Jill thinks I got double vision. Well, to paraphrase Seneca, the Roman moralist, there is a fine line between genius and madness. You think I've uh, stepped over that line? Tim, why don't you ask me that question when you're not wearing that Mountie uniform? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think you're overlooking something here. What? The true vision. 
It's right there. An angry wife with two burnt pies? <laughs> no, Tim, a loving family. Yeah. Right as usual, Wilson. Mm. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Yo, pick a number. Any number? Any number. Well, off the top of my head, 762 trillion. <laughs> All right, so outside, Wilson smells the burnt pies with cinnamon and nutmeg. A little uh, bit too much nutmeg, maybe. A little bit too much, but maybe that's because it was burnt. It would have been all right without that. Uh, Wilson makes an olfactory joke relating to the nose, but Tim thinks it's about an old factory, and they do a couple lines on that. Um, I was with Tim. I've, I've never heard that before. <laughs> never. Well, you know, home improvement is here to teach people about the anatomy. So they do that here. Jill doesn't understand that Tim is a visionary. That's the problem here. Uh, but <clears throat> Wilson quotes a, an ancient line of wisdom, which is, there is a fine line between genius and madness. And uh, he's quite obviously stepped over that line due to the fact that he's wearing a Mountie uh, outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Wilson tries to redirect his attention to the true vision that we all want. Everyone in the whole wide world is a loving family. And they're they're sitting down at the table or at the, I guess, the bar area in the, in the Taylor household. And he realizes that he got carried away. But before the scene ends, he asks Wilson to pick a number. Just as we saw in the last scene. Yeah. What number does he pick, Adam? Uh, I didn't write it down, but is it like 13 trillion or something? 762 trillion. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't as funny the second time. Uh, they didn't mm-hmm. need to go back to the well, but I did like it the first time. You did like the first time. So, yeah, yeah uh, Wilson does a good job of, you know, getting him to realize that he's gone a little bit too far in this one. Um, Wilson yeah. probably is sick of giving this advice because I feel like we've seen this three or four times where he has to rein Tim in. Did you say but. three or four or 59? <clears throat> yeah, you're right, 59. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. I, I think I'm just like a little bit burned out on the uh, the fence segments. I'm, I'm not getting a lot out of it. They need to, they need to, they need to flip the script, Jordan. They need to do something different. Break down what, the fence. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, you, <laughs> break down the fence. <laughs> <laughs> either get a new fence or break it down. That's all we got at this point. I was. Uh, this is not really related, but um, I was trying to find an article before we started recording to talk about in the beginning and it was like a home improvement where are they now where are they where are they now where are they now and uh it was like you know how like there's those crappy articles that are just like very poorly written and there's a lot of ads on them and stuff but they got to the uh the actor that played wilson and it wasn't even a photo of the right guy it was the villain it was the villain from uh from richie rich which is like a completely different actor and uh that's when i knew i couldn't use the article Oh my goodness! Well, I'm glad you did your research. Tried, I tried. They didn't, I did. But. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm thinking that maybe they get rid of the fence and then put like an invisible what about a chain link fence. I well, mean, it's I was gonna thinking be, it's going to be uglier, but I'm thinking put an invisible fence there, but also put like a collar on Tim so that if he goes over <laughs> the fence, he gets shocked. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that they should plant a row of corn. Oh, nice. Where the fence is. Get some maze know, going. Beyond, beyond, yeah, beyond that, I don't really have a plan, but just a thin row of cords so Wilson can kind of peek his head through it. Maybe, well, get, a scare, maybe get a scarecrow. The scarecrow scares people. I don't know. There's some humor there. It would really help us tell the time of the year, too, because depending on how, how high the corn is. Yeah. I mean, and time in this show is uh, a flat circle, Jordan. Hmm. All right. So let's move Next on. Scene. Thanksgiving. Jordan, happy Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Happy Friends. It makes me miss our Friendsgivings, you know? Yeah. I miss it, man. 
vaguely. Uh, so we uh, they're watching the game, and this is this is a uh, this was a nice touch. This rang true to uh, my Thanksgiving definitely. Is you're always watching the Lions, watching mm-hmm. the Lions play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're watching what, my family play football. The Jordan Lions, yeah. Uh, the Detroit Lions play football, and this also rang true because. Uh, there's two minutes left in the game. They're cheering on really intently. Jill says, what's the score? And they say, uh, 61 to 3, the Lions are losing, which mm. I've never quite seen a, a loss that bad. But I do remember a, a Lions Thanksgiving where uh, Peyton Manning had six touchdown passes at halftime. <laughs> uh, and that was eh, probably 10, maybe 10, 12, 13 years ago. But uh, it's never been quite that bad. But we've seen some bad ones over the years. Fortunately, yeah. lately, it's been a little bit better. Yeah, they're getting better. They're getting better. I like how they're cheering on the game, too. It's just a lot of big plays. Yeah, every single Everyone's thing like, is oh, oh 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 oh, and that's a letdown. Like there's not a, there's no like six yard runs. There's just a lot of like really well, long. Well, they're long they're plays. throwing really long passes because they're down sixty one to three. Yeah, Scott Mitchell is just just chucking it, it. I mean, I chucking it to Scott Herman Mitchell. Moore. Yeah, well, that would definitely be the case. But uh, so uh, Jill turns off the TV and they head to the dinner table and. Um, a lot of things happen here, but I'm <laughs> a lot just, of really good things. I'm just happen. gonna condense it. Eileen makes a molar bear joke, which doesn't go over well. She's Al a con- wacky doodle. Al continue. Yeah, Al calls her a wacky doodle. Al just really likes her jokes, uh, and uh, the boys do not. Assuredly, uh, I also like this touch here, where as soon as the meal starts, there's just a lot of like crosstalk and kind of chaos. I don't know. I just I don't. That just sort of <laughs> seemed like it maybe rang true. Like as soon as the food comes out, you know, you it just. A lot of handing of plates around, a lot of people asking for different things. Like, I feel like you can't ever really settle in and eat until about 10 minutes after the meals kind of started. Do you, any comments on that? I, not my experience with Thanksgiving, <laughs> really? I guess. So You must have a really tame, you must have a really boring Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just kind of all sit in silence and yeah. eat. It's like a funeral. Yeah. Uh, Tim slows things down in a, a move that is not very Tim-like, but... Uh, mm. He decides that he wants everyone to say what they're thankful for. You know what makes me sad? I just thought about this. Yeah. Why isn't Wilson here? Must be he had plans. They would have invited him. Also, how are they going to conceal his face? Well. That's actually why he's not Just put the camera behind him the whole time. So it's just his head. Just, just, yeah. What would they do? How could they conceal his face? Just give him, like, the biggest piece of turkey ever. Just have him constantly eating over over his face. That'd actually be funny. Uh, They say what they're thankful for. Uh, Al starts, he says nice things about the family and Eileen. Eileen then goes, uh, and she goes, and she goes, and she goes, and she goes. Uh, and, you know, it's played for laughs. The boys, the boys are go, thankful that she's done. And they're all thankful that she's done, except for Mark, who's thankful that he didn't get kicked. And then Tim uh, and Jill exchange some very kind words to one another. And it's, it's very sweet. And uh, one tear went down my cheek like a, a bald eagle flying over mm. uh, the Midwest on Independence Day. Yeah, and Al cries a lot more. To get very specific. <laughs> Al cries a lot. Yeah, he wants someone yeah. to hold him. Yeah, that was a funny line. That was my favorite line of the episode, actually. Yeah. That's that, Jordan. Next scene. Next scene, outside, later on, we're going to retry that picture. A little bit more tame. We don't have the costumes. Uh, there's some snow on the roof now to make it look authentic. Uh, Al's going to help with the picture. And Tim sneaks on his Mountie hat because he just can't let it go. Um, and then Jill promises to put on the outfit later for Ooh. some home improvement after dark. Oh, yeah. 
So, uh, you can kind of see where this is going to go. Um, there's a little bit of a door open behind them. There's not a little bit of a door open. There's just a door open. Actually, it's half of a door. <laughs> it's, a small, it's one of those Dutch doors. It's a model door. It's a toy, it's a toy replication. <laughs> he has to bend down and kick it shut. So, uh, Al says, do you want that door open? Tim shuts the door. The snow falls on top of them as the picture is being taken. Yeah. And uh, Tim says, do you want to try one more? You didn't think you didn't like. I can just tell you the disdain in your voice. You didn't. This didn't work for you. <laughs> I don't like this episode. It's crazy. Uh, right. Yeah, a bunch of snowfalls on him. It's freaking funny, Jordan. <laughs> it's a frozen moment. It is truly a frozen moment. Truly, Beauty and the Beast. All right, Final Tim scene. and Elle in the bathroom. You know what, Jordan? After let me hours. take this one, just please, so that you can. So withhold, I don't put my disdain your on judgment. it. Judgment, jeez. <laughs> uh, they're hanging out in the bathroom, uh, set on tool time, kind of inexplicably. They're watching a Michigan Michigan State bowl game. That's what he, he said. A, it's a bowl he game. Did, he did. He did say it was a bowl game. Has yeah. that, that? I mean, it could happen. I suppose. Has it's, it ever happened? No. no, I can't think so. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised they got the Michigan Michigan State footage. Seems like they usually have fake fake footage. Yeah. For games. They did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> they are getting hungry. And they decide to order in. Um, Disgusting. Al says that uh, you know he doesn't want anything too wild. And Tim says, "Let's go for it." So they uh, they call Tony's and they <laughs> order pizza. But there's some confusion because Tim says, "We're not upstairs in the offices. We're in the bathroom." Tony hangs up, and uh, they're gonna have to go pick it up. Final image of the episode, just kind of an iconic image. Uh, you know, one of the most famous endings in perhaps television history. Tim says, "Is there a smudge on the TV?" <laughs> Al says, "Yeah, Tim, I think there is." And then there's windshield wipers that clean the television. Except Roll credits, for fade to uh, black. I've got I've got two things to say about oh, this. Oh gosh, scene. fine. Go ahead. Tim is wearing actually a pretty cool sweatshirt. It's a MSU shirt, but it's in sign language. Yeah, so, is that, that cool, cool or is that offensive? Why would that be offensive? Because I don't know. <laughs> I, he's not. He doesn't sign. He's not deaf. Yeah, but we know that he wears these based on who sends them to him. Okay, so it's just I don't know. It I just th- kind of seemed weird. I don't know. I thought it was a. Inter- I th- we haven't seen anything like it before. Would you wear so that? I, thought, mm, I guess so. I'm a Spartan, so why not? All right, and then also for the smudge on the TV, wouldn't the wiper blade just make it worse because there's no like wet thing to clean it off we don't know maybe it's like actual car wipers where things come out if you want them to and <laughs> moisten the screen work. well yeah when you want your car windshield wiper clean you but can... you need the you need the fluid yeah maybe this has fluid we didn't see any Jordan, if this is what you're going to focus on during a frozen moment, then you're you're never going to be happy when you watch these shows. If that's if that's uh, as the episode with a frozen moment, is there, right. was there a blooper? There was a blooper. Tim and Jill mess up some lines. They can't open a door. It's hilarious. I mean, I love it when they can't. Open. I mean, was it a little bit of a door? <laughs> it was a tiny door. It was only right. elves could go through that door. Jordan, go ahead and start us off highs and lows, since you seem to have such strong uh, opinions on this episode. All right, I'm going to do lows first. Lowe's, uh, why can't Tim do anything small? We've talked about, you said 59 times. I think maybe 59 how many, times is many episodes we've covered. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Um, I, I think the man's bathroom is kind of disgusting and not that cool. Uh, I don't know. I would never eat food in there. Uh, a lot of it seems impractical. I don't know. It takes up too much space for me. And then, um, let's see. 
I don't know. They did not only did they do one Tim mess up in this episode, they did two. And both What's were the second one. The snow falling on them. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even you were so happy about this episode you didn't even care. Uh, I will say maybe it's a little bit better in dollars and cents, but maybe it's so. Are you kidding me? It's so much better. That was <laughs> terrible. There's this nothing also, wrong. This is also terrible to me, There's but uh, yeah, I'm just not. Nothing about this episode is interesting to me. I thought, um, you know, Wilson's <clears throat> advice was maybe helpful. That was about it. Okay. All right. Uh, highs. <sighs> all of it i guess no uh guys <laughs> uh, i think it's funny i think there's a lot of good lines in this episode i like some of the things tim says uh i like some of the stuff at the dinner table at the end i just i laughed a fair amount i like the bathroom uh i like it when the show does these kind of things where it like showcases. i like the idea of the bathroom jordan i'm not done uh when the show like showcases <laughs> these like i don't know these things that tim concocts and then it goes through and it kind of heightens and it, this does this this does that like i just i just like it when they do those kind of things uh even if it is like stupid or impractical or sort of gross i did like it i thought it was funny um i liked hmm, what else did i like i mean that's probably you like that number joke Love the number joke. I like the scene at the end of the table uh, when Tim and Jill say nice things to one another. I think it, I think it was a, a, a kind of a sentimental ending uh, to a very humorous episode, and I like it when they blend the two. Uh, I like it when the windshield wipers come on the TV. I just, I don't know. I, I, there really wasn't a lot I didn't like about this one. You I think really, you I really hated liked dollars it. and cents. I just like yeah. I hated the last episode so much that I was just. I think that this one just by. The fact that it was somewhat uh, functional, in my opinion, it just it just worked. Lowe's um, logo brushing its teeth. I mean, Lowe doesn't have teeth. Like, who are we trying to kid? That's just stupid. <laughs> He's got arms and teeth now, and he gets flushed down the toilet. I think that when the the uh, window breaks, when Tim makes the uh, snow machine go through the window, that might just be like one thing too many. I guess I would agree with that. But in general, I uh, I enjoyed this episode. You really liked that part where they do, like, the girly versus guy bathroom stereotypes? Okay, that was bad. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like that. But uh, that was just a short scene at the beginning of the episode, and after that, everything's smooth sailing as far as I'm concerned. I think you just really wanted to like this episode. I think that helped you a lot. That I wanted to like it? I think, I want, I think that the last episode was so bad that... And Jordan, I want to like every episode when That's I watch true. it. That's uh, true. But the last episode was so bad that I just... This one just seemed i like the i think i like the christmas themed episodes even though this one wasn't like a true christmas episode it was like half it was ho- half. holiday themed best of both worlds baby so yeah a rare divisive episode this is probably the most divided we've ever been mm. isn't that crazy <laughs> ever how, in our whole lives how interesting for everyone yeah yeah we're just like uh skip bayless and Stephen a smith and all undisputed. those people this is undisputed jordan what's next all right, so let's move on to Sean's social media roundup. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so. Our website is thehomeandpodcast.com, Facebook, facebook.com slash homeandpodcast. We're on Twitter at homeandpodcast. Um, if you're interested in supporting the show at all, you can do so by leaving a review on iTunes. That helps other people find us and shoots us up the charts on iTunes. Uh, you can also donate monetarily for as little as a dollar and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash home and podcast or on our website there is a support tab as well mm-hmm. adam what's yeah. going on in the twitter sphere that's all, that's all true oh thanks jordan i didn't without you saying that i don't really know what you want me to do you were confused uh, jordan it's difficult because we are recording this on a wednesday and i only just mm. tweeted out today's uh 
today's content a few hours ago, so I won't really comment on the polls or anything just yet. But I will say on Twitter, I did uh, I did some research and I posted a photo of the tallest building in Bay City, Michigan. Uh, last <laughs> week they did some work on a skyscraper. I said that, that it wasn't accurate, and I found the tallest building in Bay City. Uh, so if you want to see that, just just head to our Twitter and find that. Otherwise, uh, continue to reach out, vote in the polls, uh, holla at us. All right, sounds good. And uh, With- rate and review us on iTunes because it helps us find people and fans. <laughs> helps us, us find us. people. <laughs> yeah, we love finding people. This is in some ways an unsolved mysteries type uh, mm. situation, and uh, it helps. That us show find used fans, to scare me when us. I was a kid. It is very scary. Um, the reenactments aren't that scary, but just like. That guy. Uh, the idea that these people are still out there. Just that guy's voice. That it? too. Rest in peace. Is he dead? Yes. Rip. Uh, it's right, another George. unsolved mystery. All right. So with that, we're going to move. <laughs> probably solved. I bet, I bet it has a definitive solution, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. So this week's question of the week goes to you, Adam. So let's hear it. This is going to come as a big surprise to you, Jordan. But uh, I wanted to know... Uh, what uh, what the Christmas card situation was for you and your family growing up? Did you guys have them? Uh, what where did you go? What did you do? Did, mm. How did it work? I do remember doing some family portraits. I don't know that they were Christmas card related. I suppose they probably were. You definitely uh, have family portraits in your house. Like, there's a bunch of like photos on the wall of like your like. There's there's that one of you like knocking over a paint can, <laughs> or is that or is that Jeremy? <laughs> There's that photo of someone in your house, like one of you guys, where you're like four years old wearing bibble. I was just talking about this with somebody else. Knocking over a paint can looking so deep. You know, the funny thing about that is it's like the first thing that people saw when they went into the house. (laughs) And it's been up. And Jeremy, it is Jeremy, right? Or is it you? Well, it's all four of us, actually. Oh, really? Well, there's one with all four of us, and there's one with just me hitting over a paint can. And uh, all four of us are, we all have like painter. Yeah. And it's hilarious because, you know, the photo's been on that wall. I, I mean, I only started coming to your house in, like, 2006 or whatever, but that photo's been up on the wall for, like, 30 years almost. Well, I was probably, like, two, uh, maybe. Yeah, so, like, 25 years. So, yeah, uh, we're all, you know, we all got our painter garb on. Justin's <laughs> got his nice... Your dad's nice... a painter, so it's very on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> Justin's got his hat on. That's all. We're get... Some of us are on ladders. Some of us have paintbrushes in our hands. It's can real you, authentic. Can you post it? Can you get a hold of that photo, please? And post <laughs> I'll it? see what I can do. I would just like, even if you don't want me to post it, I would just like to have a copy of it. Because I just want to know if I'm envisioning it as it actually was. Because, oh man, that's really funny. <laughs> there also was, yeah, the other one that you're remembering more is just me sitting on the ground really happily knocking over a paint can when you knocked that. over that paint can you were so happy do you still get that happy when you knock things over is that yeah, just like a, a there was hobby? no you know it's not the same because when i was young there was no repercussions for that yeah. now if you knock over a paint can you're gonna be doing some scrubbing lots of trouble but no so, christmas cards really um of. i mean we there's a couple family portraits with like the 90s background and then we're yeah. all sitting there not really happy uh, I yeah. remember one year when I was younger, for some reason, living up to my CB nickname, I was mm-hmm. like, I would refuse to be in the picture, and uh, so I started crying for some yeah. reason, yeah. and somehow the photographer tricked me, and it looks like I'm a crack fiend or something. Like, my eyes are all bloodshot, but I'm, like, smiling. From the tears. Yeah, yeah it's really strange. Uh, Christmas card-wise, I do remember my mom, like, writing something up with, like, a border on the sides, you know, like mm-hmm. a Christmas-themed border and sending that yeah. out. So Like a newsletter. 
Yep, a newsletter. Those are the worst. I hate those. Brag letters. That's what my family calls them. But that's also well, my family. Well, when you're writing about the Lions family, you're not necessarily bragging. <laughs> yeah, I suppose there's high highs and low lows for, for how that works. Uh, we always did Christmas cards with photos. Uh, when I was younger, it was my sister and I in the photos, and we would like go and like get them done at like a Sears or a Macy's or whatever, which is kind of bizarre looking back that my parents would want to do that. But that like, was the thing we would go to studios and yeah, I would, my sister's 10 years older than me. Uh, and so like when she was, you know, like, I guess when I was like five, she was 15. So as a five year old, I was like pretty unruly and I hated getting these photos taken and you know, <laughs> she was older and able to handle a little bit more, but like, yeah, just there's some miserable, there's one photo in particular where I just like, I remember kind of vaguely it happening and I was just being like such a little a-hole and I was just like so miserable in the photo. I just looked like so deflated and, and sad. Uh, as we got older, we took like photos with everybody in them, not at studios. And uh, those are bad just because like, you know, no one in my, just not, using the old, great quality. using the old digital camera, setting up a, uh, a timer and then kind of mistiming it. But uh, yeah. all of the photos that my family has taken for Christmases are, are generally pretty bad. Mm. Um, and, uh, Let's see if we can get a couple of those for us. On yeah, there's Post one in Mark particular Twitter. of like me from uh, maybe 2009 where I really was growing out my hair long, uh, and then I just like it. Just a, I'll try to find that one. It's a really, really bad. Just I want the unruly photo. That's what I want. I'll try to find that one too. I'm going uh, heading heading to Houghton Lake this weekend, so maybe I can un- unearth mm-hmm. some some photos. That'd be good. I'll try to find the paint can one. I would love uh, it if you could if you could just send it to me. And then me as like a cracked out five year old. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool, cool, cool. All right, we're back on it with these questions of the week. I mean, I, I, I brought it to the table. Yeah, after two two bad weeks. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we've got our new segment, which is guessing what's going to happen next week with the <laughs> title of Feud for Thought. So Adam, Ooh. what do you think? So Al gets his family feud job. Uh, it's <laughs> you like very, and I it's both a, have the same idea. Go it's ahead. a very meta episode where uh, Al, it, there's Al and there's Richard Karn, and Richard Karn appears and he gets the family feud job and uh, quits. Well, no, Al is Richard Karn. There's one person, and he quits. <laughs> uh, he quits tool time to host family feud. Family feud, and Tim is really, really sad. And also, there's a side plot with a like food bank where they have to donate food to that so it's a feud food kind of plan words oh i like that all right so mine is similar so they do a tool time special for christmas and uh it also is going to donate charity because they get bob vilas it's the taylors versus the vilas on family feud with al as a host foreshadowing Mm -hmm. his future Mm -hmm. uh tim tries to get al to rig the questions for the taylor family but al refuses to do it turns out to be a pretty good competition, but it comes down to the end where Mark has to answer, like, the winning question, or or, or the Vila's get to steal. And the, and the question is, what's your favorite food? And Mark says, dog food. <laughs> that is not what answers. happens. But Mark does have to answer the final question. He does not get it right. Tim goes crazy, and Mark storms off the set crying, and there has to be some sort of reconciliation there. And then ten years later, Mark comes, and he's gone. Yep, he, this is he, a real watershed a, moment. A dog dog so we'll see if that's what's going to be on feud for thought next week feud for thought episode 60 cool cool episode 60 wow what an achievement we'll we'll celebrate that next week as well uh (laughs) we need to celebrate all the time we need to celebrate more uh jordan thank you for joining me uh listeners thank you for listening and i guess i should say take care take care everybody